Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Working Out the Kings, the podcast. And today we are here with Kella. So Kella, can you give us a cute little introduction, please? Um, hey, everybody. I'm Kella. Here to talk about my new book coming out. Well, it's already out. Never mind. Oh, yeah, it's out. I'm actually yes, waiting on my copy right now. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it comes soon. Oh, it is it. I ordered through Amazon. I'm going to be tracking, okay, okay. so it's coming, and I just okay. can't wait. So could you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about Midnight Love? Okay, um, Midnight Love. At first, in my head, I had it going towards a male character being the lead character, but after reading it, it kind of got to me that the female character was the main character. Mm-hmm. So with her, it's just about a woman that's kind of in a, a relationship that's rocky. Her and her husband have had some issues going on. I won't give it too much away, but they've had some um, issues going on. And they kind of had a little separation from each other. And during her separation, she ran into somebody that kind of gave her the world. So she's struggling with, do she stay with her husband trying to work it out, you know, trying to stick to her vows and and, uh, try to stick to her commitment or does she transfer over to somebody who's actually giving her something fresh and something that's what she needs right and that's I can't wait to read this book y'all don't understand so I gotta ask though uh because I love books that kind of have a little bit of mess to them so (laughs) was this story based on anybody you knew personally it wasn't my thing um I see a lot of struggle love when I read mm. and I not saying that it has to be there, but I did kind of want to give it a concept of struggle love. But my fantasy has always been, I love men that fall um, head over heels for a woman. So that's kind of what I've always fantasized about. It don't have nothing to do with me. <laughs> this is not my relationship. This is not <laughs> with minds. We are happy in our marriage. Go ahead and put <laughs> so that disclaimer out there. <laughs> right. Let me just get that out there. So no, it is not about me, but I just like to have a storyline where the man is kind of falling over the woman because a lot of times I read like the woman is always chasing the man. She's begging mm-hmm. the man to do her. So I did want a piece of that struggle love in the book, but I also wanted to have the woman be uh, celebrated and praised and chased after and for her to be the prize. So that's kind of where my mindset came from. And also I kind of set it up to be in like the radio world because when I first started to get back to writing the radio host here um, that's in Texas have like this little segment. So I wanted to kind of base it around him because he kind of pushed me and kind of helped me to get back to starting to write again. So I kind of want to honor him in a way. So that's kind of why it's in the radio world setting. But as far as the the relationship piece, I want it to be where the man is celebrating a woman and chasing a woman because that's my fantasy because I always don't see it whenever you do read. Right. And, and, you know, I never really thought about that, but that's so true. You know, and a lot of books out is always like the pick me girl, you know, right. and mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, as women, especially as black women, we deserve to be catered to, you know, we deserve right. to have, you know, someone kind of give you the world. And it's just right. like, you know, I never really thought about it, but now I'm sitting here thinking about it that damn. Yeah. Girl, you just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm tired of seeing it you know like I say I put it in there with the relationship with her husband is kind of in there but I just put it in there because you know that's the everyday life but I want the woman to be praised as well so I in all of my books I feel like I'm going to have a piece of the woman getting you know some kind of 
a glamorous treatment or some kind of great treatment because I want us to be celebrated in the books and not always chasing. That actually kind of reminds like total off subject to a point, but it kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of, I think it was Lizzo who said something similar to that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be just like strong. I, I'm soft. I'm sensitive. Right. And it's like, yeah, girl, I could be sensitive. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. And I can't wait to see the other books that you come out with because I kind of caught mm-hmm. that other books. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're going to be coming soon. I'm trying to start now since I'm, I'm in the summertime. I'm not a teacher, but I'm in the school field. So since I have this summertime, I'm trying to focus more on writing my second one. Gotcha. At, at least get it started. Right. You know, of course. So I have to ask, who is like one of your bigger inspirations when it comes to being a writer? Um, Ever Jerome Dickey. That was my favorite author. I shouldn't have. But reading his books, I have older old, old sisters, excuse me, that's like 20 years my senior. So I'll be in their rooms, going through their collections, reading stuff I shouldn't have been reading. But I was reading his books way back when, and that just inspired me, like his writing style. And I can see how he's gotten better because I had to tell myself, too, you know, that you're going to get better with time. But just starting off with his first book all the way up to now, that's always been my favorite writer. That's always been somebody I, I wanted to fashion myself after. Oh yeah, I can see that. Um, first of all, rest in peace to Eric Jerome Dickey. He did pass away. Um, but I remember like in high school. Oh my God, that was like my dream. Once I started to write and got into the world, that was my dream to meet him. And when he died, right. I could have cried. I really could have because that was like my fave. What, right. what he was my fave. Mm-hmm. Right. And girl, I remember in high school, I was definitely reading them books and I probably shouldn't have. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was reading them books because I had sisters who also read. So I could go into their room, steal their books and, you know, read whatever they had to offer. So got to ask this, which I think I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Mm-hmm. Why does it matter for the main character in your story to be Black? Because I want to celebrate um, Black love, just period. Yes, I'm rooting for everybody black, like um, Issa said. <laughs> that's, just, that's just me. I want to for everybody black. <laughs> I'm rooting for everybody black, and I want like black all the way around. I don't. I hate to say interracial. That sounds. I don't want to sound racist or whatever, but I just I want everything black. I don't want the mixing and crossing. I want like a solid black, you know, relationship because that's all that I came from. My parents have been. They're older. But my parents have been together for, I think they made 55 years married, maybe. And that's what just what I've seen growing up my whole life is just Black love, Black love, Black love. Whether it was my my parents, my sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, anybody, I've just always seen Black love. And that's just something that I want to celebrate and something that I want to promote and promote it to the to the to the fullest yeah of course i want to have the mixing and mingle i want to be solid black love <laughs> right and look i get it like i am an interracial mm-hmm. marriage but i do get it because like my parents mm-hmm. you know obviously are both black you know right. my grandparents are black mm-hmm. and to be honest a lot of times like i remember in the 90s you know we mm-hmm. had all these different sitcoms and you know mm-hmm. it was such a positive representation of black love right and yeah i feel like nowadays you don't really have that Right. You know, there's, there's no shows about it you know there's always like this ambiguous looking woman that's like you don't know what she is mm-hmm. you know and I know that kind of sounds rude but yeah. you know it, it's, it's always catered to someone other than the black woman 
And I say that the same way because my niece, the show that she watched today is like, it's just one or two amongst mm-hmm. a bunch of other, you know, mixed races. She don't have that, the sister, sister, the my brother, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, Martin, Fresh Prince of Bella, Wayne's brother. She don't have all that. She's watching it now. Like now she watches, um, she watches Sister Sister, she watches The Proud Family, she watches Moesha. So she's seeing it now, but when she was growing up like 10, 11, 12, she really didn't have all of that as well. So it's just, it just um, more needs to be out there. And I mean, hopefully like with your stories, it kind of creates that for your audiences. Like you can right. see that because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that was why I was drawn to like, Zane books are drawn towards Eric Drum Dickey books because I saw myself in the stories. It wasn't a right. question by the description. I knew who they were. Right. So that's, I say, I can't wait for this book coming because once I start reading, I can see it for myself because I, yeah. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for you to get it and I hope you really enjoy it. Oh, I will. Like I saw someone mm-hmm. come in on Facebook. I ain't put nobody names out there, but it was like, mm-hmm. I can't put the book down. I was just like, oh, it must be good. <laughs> because i mean i mean real talk i remember like in high school and you were right back then yeah so so, i mean i think you were destined to be a writer yeah and that was my whole dream but with um katrina i feel like that kind of just swept it away and i hate that yeah because i had my notebooks like i i had my spiral notebooks like back in the day um Mm -hmm. i had about i want to say three floating around and with Katrina they all just got taken I felt like I started back up when I was here in Texas I you know happened out senior year so I finished my last year here at Dallas and I started writing again but it just wasn't the same I feel like the passion and stuff was gone right and then when I got to college my first year I signed up for journalism and then I was like I don't need a degree in journalism to write a book so I got out of it so I kept feel like I kept feeling like I would get into it then I would find a way to get out and I would get back into writing and I'll find a way to get out. And I really kind of regret, I hate saying that word, but I really hate that I got out of journalism my freshman year in college because I felt like that took me away from the aspect of writing and the classes about writing and the different, you know, um, presentations that I have to do concerning writing. If I would have kept that degree it would have kept me in that you know bubble of writing in that world yeah right but I was like no I don't need this so I went off into criminal justice and you know here's the story now but I just wish I would have stayed in that and that would have kept my mind focused but you know it's never too late I'm back again in my 30s publishing my first book so no first of all that's a beautiful story yeah I, I just feel like basically what you're saying which I hope people get is that First of all, life happens. Right. Life, it happens. And at the end of the day, no matter how old you are, which I still think we're quite young, we still have so much life to get through. Yeah. I just, I just, I just think is that you still followed your dreams. And that's the most important thing that anybody should get from this episode. It is never too late to follow your dreams. It's not, no matter how old you get. And I saw something I wish I would have had it uh, sitting in front of me, but I think Ava DuVernay wrote her first um produced her first movie or directed it or something when she was up in her 30s and, and Viola got her major role when she was in her 30s somebody did something when they was in their 40s so it's true that you know never give up on on your dreams right it may seem like you know it's it's unobtainable or you can't um touch it but it's there 
yeah, like personally, I think that's kind of like how I felt just because, you know, I went to school, then I was like a college dropout and then like life mm-hmm. happened. And then like, I finally went back to school, like in 2015 and, mm-hmm. you know, even then I was just like, you know, so many people who we already knew had graduated and I kind of felt like I was be- like beyond the point of graduation. And mm-hmm. then, it, and then it's just like, no matter how old you are, you know, you're still going to be that age regardless if you're still here, right? right? So you might as well still be here and get that degree if that's what you want. So mm-hmm. I did it. And it was just like that moment of like, finally it happened. Right. So, and I get it. And even like now I'm working on this podcast and working on different things in my life that I want to like do. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's never too late to start. You know, like right. I thought about this over two, three years ago and I'm like, I'm just now starting and that's okay. Right, yeah. So so that's thank you for, for sharing this with everybody because I mean, I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned Katrina, when Katrina happened, it kind of hit everybody so differently. You know? Right. So, and it took away, it wasn't just physical stuff that it took away. It also took away like your mental and emotional things that you was attached to. Just like I said, it took away my whole thought process for writing I was on a roll and I felt like it got you know snatched from me so yeah 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 Katrina was heavy it was but on a brighter mm-hmm. note we're not even gonna get into that right. that's some <laughs> that's some stuff we're not even gonna get into right. yeah don't have me crying on here yeah we're not gonna do that we're, we're happy right now we're yeah. celebrating midnight love so we're not gonna yeah. get into that so mm-hmm. um do you believe there's a a missing space for black fictional stories um, as reality shows have taken a bigger spotlight in our culture. Hey everyone. I hope you're enjoying this episode. This episode is sponsored by me and working out the kink services. Our services provide a friendly safe space that allows equality and equity into the birthing and postpartum space. If you want to learn more about what we do, visit our link tree at WOTK Services. Now back to the episode. I do, and I hate what, I don't like saying stuff and sounding out of context, but I just hate what the reality show is doing. Like a lot of them I used to love and watch when I was younger. I don't know if it's because I've gotten older or what but some of them I can't just even like stomach anymore because mm-hmm. I'm tired of every episode someone's fighting someone's in drama someone's throwing drinks someone's talking about somebody else somebody's getting their mom involved and their child involved in it's just a lot going on so I'm hoping to shine like you know on some positivity with the black community and with the black of, of relationship I'm hoping to bring some light to that that things can be positive and you may have a piece of it, you know, because everything in life isn't perfect. Right. So you may have just a piece of, you know, struggle love, but in the end, you know, and just in the end, positivity is, is going to shine. Right. And I, and I agree. Cause I think when, ain't gonna call out no shows, cause don't add me cause I don't got no money, but, right. um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's a certain show with people who once were married or maybe still married to certain people who are athletes mm-hmm. I'm going to put it like that you know it started off and it seemed like it was going to be positive when it first came out and then you know people got in trouble for dancing or people you know this one is that and that one is this and this one's a liar this one doesn't own this and it's just I was like what is going on here and then it just like I didn't like the representation of us correct like that's not me and that's not most women who I know Right. And, and you know and then you have this showing to people of other races and it's like and then they I mean 
this might be the only interaction they have with, with the black people right so, so then it's like but that's not positive and so then they start to have these these build up a thoughts of what they think we are who we are and it's just like this is not the proper representation it's just not and to be fair I feel like it's also going on until like the next generation where they say right. oh well, this is how she's acting so this is how I should act and it's like you know there's no Nia Longs out there you know mm-hmm. you know you know growing up she was like the epitome of a, of a black woman she was graceful right. she is graceful you know mm-hmm. you know she she spoke well and she looked good and she always kept herself looking nice and right. you know and these girls are out here just shaped like ants now and they just right. it's just <laughs> right. some that's other right. stuff yeah people killing themselves trying to look like that because that's what they see on tv and think that you know that's appropriate or that's what it should be or that's what he wants you know correct like this could turn to a whole different thing so i'm just like it could could, but it's just i just want like i say i want to shine positivity that's why i say i want in my books i want the woman to be praised and chased after because it seemed like and just like not even in books and TV, period. That's what the woman is doing. She's chasing after some man or she's trying to look like this for some man. And really we are the prize, you know? Yeah. We should be chased after, we should be sought after. Somebody should be begging, groveling, you know, for our love and stuff like that. Cause we the prize. Now I just gotta add, this is completely like sidebar, but mm-hmm. let's say your book get picked up for like a film adaptation. What would mm-hmm. you do? As who would I want to do it or who could I see doing it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Both of those. <laughs> I would love, I will always say Tyler Perry is one of my um favorite people, like just on TV, period. That's somebody who I would just love to work with. I just adore him. So he's somebody who I would love to pick up my book. And as far as characters in my head, when I had it going, Kelly Rowland is um Tiffany. Oh, I had Kofi. Yes. I had Kofi for um for Daryl. And I had uh, Christian Keys for Calvin. Girl, all these chocolate people, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm, the Kelly Rowland, that's like, she is, just like you were saying for uh, me alone, Kelly Rowland is somebody who is just like a goddess, just a chocolate Barbie dog to me. So she is somebody, and she's also, to me, she's, not only is she pretty poison all that, but she also has like the homegirl kind of feel to her. So she she's like around the way. Yeah, so that's that's who I when I was writing, that's who I wanted. But then I also wanted somebody like Kofi, somebody young, scruffy looking to be my uh Daryl. Girl, like complete sidebar. So I work in the service industry in New Orleans. Y'all already know that. And yeah. I remember actually waited on him once. When I tell you this man got the prettiest teeth, y'all, this man got the prettiest teeth. He is mm-hmm. such a sweet person. And girl, I'm gonna have to put that out there. That man got some pretty teeth. I love him. <laughs> he got pretty everything. <laughs> He does a good thing. I don't know who did them. So nice. too. Really too. <laughs> right. I was like, man, I'm about to like really sit here and really think about the fact I'm about to get married. Not that he <laughs> wants me because he don't. Plus, I ain't saying that. But yeah. Lord, I was like, this is, I must be in love because I ain't trying nothing. I was just looking at him. <laughs> about to risk it all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm a good woman. I didn't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stay, stay strong. <laughs> stay strong. So, gotta ask. What are your goals going forward? With writing or with this book? This this particular book or, or writing period? I mean. Um, I guess both. These, these are both good questions. <laughs> with this particular book, I just wanted it to reach more people. I know I need to do more um, marketing and advertising 
it's always when it comes out, there's so much going on that's up in your life. So, so many things are happening. I felt like that happened to me. Like when I was putting the book out, I had a lot coming at me at one point. So now that it's finally out and now that I've knocked off some of the things that was on my list to do, I want to really get off into promoting more and reaching a bigger audience. I'm so grateful for all of my, you know, family and friends, but I do want to reach, you know, other people that don't know me and that just see it and be like, oh, that look good. Let me go ahead and buy it besides just the support of family and friends, if that, you know, makes sense. Oh, it does. And, I get it. Yeah. And um, as far as just uh, writing, period, I just want to keep doing it. My goal, hopefully, is to retire like my day job. But like I say, I'm in the field of working with children. I've always done it. I love it. But I don't want that to be my job for every day. I would rather try to um, mentor kids who I know and not have to forcefully do it by mm-hmm. job, if that makes sense. I want to retire often to writing books and that be my nine to five, quote unquote. But my dream is to just be a writer. That's always been my dream is to be a writer and just write and just produce more and more and have people find out more about me and just enjoy my writing. And also, if I can meet Tyler Perry, <laughs> that'd be great. My, my book and keep baking them. That would just make me so happy. Well, first you're Kella. It's okay. You can always be the first Kella. Um, right. <laughs> one, I want to say, give yourself some grace when it comes to like the whole marketing thing, because you're you're one person. There's only so much you can do, right. you know, and, and that's fine. It's, it's going to happen in the time that God allows for it to happen. Right. Yeah. So, so we're going to go there. Um, two, I'm going to say there's a whole bunch of Ryan Eagles around. Make sure them Ryan Eagles get your book, support you, support right. your, your fellow classmate people. That's mm-hmm. the, you're going to go there. Yes. I want this book to like be big I really do because yeah. I, so, I just think that it, I think it's brilliant I just think that it's so cool that you stayed with this like this is something that you kind of like went into and then you know life happened and then you still decided you know what I'm, I'm still going to go for it and I'm like right. I just feel like that's the quote-unquote American dream right, right. It's not to work for other people. It's not to slave until you're like 60 something years old before you can retire. It's to like literally live your life. And mm-hmm. that's how, how it should be. And even right. when it comes to you saying about mentoring, I mean, of course, I know you work in the, with children, but it's a little bit different when it's something that you care about because right. it, then you can give your, your whole self into it like effortlessly. Right. And that's how anything really should be. I mean, girl, ain't nobody trying to do this for the rest of their life. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like you go in and ask people yeah. how do you want things cooked so much before you're like I'm tired of this. So, right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm with you. I, I get mm-hmm. it, and I just, I just hope for the best. I really do. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank like when I, when I when I saw you wrote a book, I was like, oh my god, I got when I'm gonna get paid. I need my money so I can go ahead and get this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was Thank like, you. oh my god. Yeah. But thank you so much for being here. Um, y'all, me. we had to reschedule so many times, but that's because mm-hmm. life be life in like, life really yeah, be life in. <laughs> but, um, it finally happened and I'm just so thankful and, um, what, can, how can they reach you and how can they buy your book? Um, my website is KCJ, K as in Keller, C as in Clayton and J as in junior. So KCJ productions.com. And you can either reach me on, um, TikTok or Instagram at Kella504, K-E-L-L-A-504. There you go. So Midnight Love, 
Think about Kofi. Think about Kelly Rowland. We want chocolate love. And that's what we got. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. Y'all have a good one. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you.